Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with Michael Griffin and Josh Weedye. Uh, we've been talking about various things, really, mostly what's going on in the market. And I think Michael took me to task a little bit because I sounded too negative. But hey, things ain't the best. Things are not the best, but I but just, it is you know, an opportunity. It's a matter of perspective with everything. I mean, don't push all in. Go easy. No. Dollar cost average, buy you some stocks. Mm-hmm. I mean, if uh, here's and the thing. Diversified stocks. Diversified that's, stocks. That's true. It, it, when, when inflation is ripping, one of the best places to hide from that or to benefit from that over the long term is in individual stocks. Mm-hmm. You're not going to beat inflation at its current rate by buying fixed income, although there's some pretty attractive, relative to the last five, ten years, some pretty attractive uh, yields in the market. And um, yeah, and we're, and we're doing that, and we're going out farther on the yield curve correct, for our clients correct. for money that they need to spend within the next ten years. That's right. And what we hope is that the Fed is successful in beating inflation and getting our inflation rate back down to around 2%. Their target, mm-hmm. if you buy a bond that yields 4% and they do tame inflation, then you're going to be net positive, right? Right. Absolutely. There you go. All right. Kelly Lynn. Okay. We got a different, uh, we're not dollar cost averaging. I think we're dollar cost selling in this one. Oh, so, okay. uh, well. Here we go. We've got uh, Nathan and Rana. They have some very highly appreciated stock. They invested in a company back in 2002. It was 26 a share. Uh, today, it's about 330 a share. Well, that's a winner's story if I ever Absolutely. Um, last year, it was, what, 450? And it's, so they've they've seen a drop you oh, know, yeah. this year, like everything. Um but they do realize they need to start trimming this because it is probably taking up more of their portfolio than it should. Yeah. And uh, this is highly appreciated. Uncommon. So yeah. that, that's that's a lot of capital gains. Yeah, it's not uncommon that you get a big winner and mm-hmm. uh, ride it for a while. I mean, this thing has made them uh, $304 yeah, a year. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. All I right. mean, I'm sure it went up and down in the last 20 years, but still. Well, they all do. Yeah. They but do mostly up. Yeah, it mostly went up. And yes, go. but they, they reinvested dividends. So there's, I mean, Josh, do not panic. This is not a cost basis issue. <laughs> Track your don't, don't panic on that. Track yeah. your cost basis, especially I, I, if you're reinvesting dividends. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I, I, save I yourself a headache. <laughs> That can get really crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to keep track of the cost basis. Absolutely. I, I've spent hours with, with Nick, who y'all have heard on the show numerous times, uh, trying to figure out clients' cost basis. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go back through the historic pricing <laughs> yes. on various uh-huh. days and how many Stock shares they would have bought. All oh, that yeah. fun stuff. You know, oh, it yeah. gets crazy. Let's assume that they have very good records. Okay. So we're going to assume. <laughs> we're going to make this simple. Assume they've got good records. All right. So what, what are... I mean, what do they do? Like, I mean, again, like you said, this is a huge record gain. How do you... How do you temper that? Because that, that's, I mean, there's got to be a planning. I mean, you guys are looking like. Well, here's the thing. It's, <laughs> it's kind of an opportunity when, yes. you're, when you're dealing with a market that's down like this one is this year, right? Correct. Yep. There, you know, even if that 
highly appreciated stock makes up a huge portion mm-hmm. of their portfolio. There are probably other things that they can use to manage that. Now, if they had purchased, and you know, Josh, you you elicited the thought of. Uh, using dividends to repurchase the same shares, right. they probably have tax lots that they can sell of that particular stock. Mm-hmm. At a loss, potentially. At a loss. Especially, you know, if you're reinvesting, you know, buying at 450 a share even a year ago, some right. of those positions are going to be trading at a significant loss from where yeah. it is today. Exactly. And the thing that you do there is you sell those appreciated, you sell those depreciated shares and to, to offset any gain, but then you can sell kind of double, right? Because you can... Yeah. Pair back the the amount of uh, the the appreciated shares at the same time with other lots. Yeah, and even outside of that position, going to back to y'all's conversation from earlier about tax loss harvesting in right. general, you know, surely you have more positions in your portfolio than this one stock. I mean, especially this year. Yeah, yeah exactly. like I would assume. So yeah. I, I mean, to the extent that you can sell, you know, losses, you can take whatever gain. Uh, you know, basically equal it out for the year, and yeah. then you can re-diversify a portion or all, depending on how sure. many losses you have uh, in other places, and you know, and, and handle it that way. You mitigate a lot of the tax liability that you would be due. But Troy, what is it that you always say? Don't let the uh, tax tail wag the investment dog. That's absolutely true. Mm. Yeah, and the thing of it is, Josh, what you do then with the proceeds is you diversify your portfolio. You right. you continue to to uh, Pare down that um, oversized position, the one that uh, actually gives you more idiosyncratic risk in your portfolio. That specific company risk is what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. where, you know, maybe maybe the CEO of this company comes out with some craziness that is unforeseen prior. And, uh, you know, maybe even his personal actions can drive the stock price down. So uh, those are the kind of things that you want to avoid when you're dealing with uh, your portfolio and uh, having a, a large position that got that way, the great way where you've seen it appreciate from oh, yeah. 26 bucks to 330. Oh, it's easy to let it ride when you see it going up like yes, that. Yes, of course. Like- of course. And, uh, you know, uh, being from Atlanta, uh, mm-hmm. And having a show on, on the radio in Atlanta, it's not uncommon to see these in certain specific companies, most of which is Home Depot. Yes. Yep. You also see some Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah. It's been owned for years and years. So, uh, you know, it's it, there There are other ways to mitigate this problem, though, right, Josh? Yeah. I mean, especially if you're charitably inclined, there's a lot of different things that you can do. Um, you can gift stock to, you know, various different, you know, 501c3 organizations. Uh, you basically, you know, gift uh, uh, however many shares you want, um, whatever dollar amount that you're trying to gift uh, directly to these organizations, they essentially would take the gain, but they don't have to pay the gain based on the taxation. Yep. Yeah, they're non-taxable. Right. Exactly. Oh, uh, and then good you deal get for to, them. Yep. Good deal for them. Um, and then you know another opportunity or, or way maybe you have a lot of gifting that you want to do over a very long period of time. Uh, you could look at it. You know, setting up a donor advised fund, um, you know, which allows you to, 
you know, basically put a significant amount of shares into a donor advised fund, you're able to use that fund to make that those gifts for you going forward. Correct. Um, and you wouldn't have to make all those gifts in the same year, would you? No, you wouldn't have to completely distribute the account. So that account could continue to grow just like your portfolio is, but it's mm. basically considered a completed gift at that point in time when you actually send the shares to that that donor advised fund. Um, you, somebody, somebody else controls the portfolio from there though, right? There's different options. You know, I've, I've seen where you can actually hold, um, you know, very specific, um, you know, kind of think of it like a 529 plan where you're, you got like different asset allocations and risk tolerances that you can do. Sure. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some plans that you could probably continue to hold that individual position. You're better off, especially if it is going to be in that donor advised fund, just to, to go ahead and diversify it at that point in sure. time. There's not really a point in continuing to hold it because mm-hmm. it's not like you're going to be uh, hit for the, the tax liability on that. Um, but, you know, if you're itemizing your taxes, that that's, you know, especially powerful just because you're going to get a little bit more of a deduction than you normally would just by giving the stock. So uh, you get to avoid the taxable income or I guess the long-term capital gain income or short-term if you're reinvesting a certain portion of those dividends. Um, and then you get to kind of, you know, take the tax deduction on the other side. Yeah. So, yeah, about, about the only way you're going to keep it in control and be able to benefit from it, though, is to try to manage it through tax loss harvesting, right? Yeah, unless mm-hmm. you're, you know, at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> you can take the gain. I know the, paying right. the taxes aren't fun. Um, I, I get it. You don't want to give Uncle Sam a, a penny more than do you want to. Want. But right. at the point, you know, four hundred and fifty dollars a share. Now we're at three thirty. You would have been better off taking a portion of the profits Absolutely. off the table, reinvest, pay the tax, and you still would have been ahead from where you are today. So Absolutely. You know, you can wait for the position to go back to your cost basis, but at that point, you what's just, the point of investing? Exactly, yeah. you just lost all the gain. And obviously, if you're invested in the market, the point is to make money at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, and that's not a very good behavioral bias to have is trying to sit there and have the gambler's fallacy and assume right. that the price is going to go back to where you started. You know, loss aversion. Don't mm-hmm. do it anyway. Kelly Lynn. All right, coming up next, we're going to hit our listener questions. Um, I've got one on. Oh, here's a good one. We've got a minor who is going to inherit her trust fund. Mm. So we're going to talk about that coming up next. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.